Hello, and welcome to this week's live podcast, live for two weeks in a row now. Number that two, is a baby. New Let's Talk record. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Breaking ground here. We are still in Grays Lake, Illinois, recording live in the basement of Tommy's abode, and it is week 12. This is episode 12. Episode 12. The second to last week before the playoffs, before the fantasy playoffs. Crazy. Not as crazy as what's happening in our league. <laughs> We're lucky enough to have several league members who are here tonight joining us on the Facebook Live. Uh, or if you're listening on the podcast and you're a little delayed, we're also happy to have you to all the listeners. Happy to have all the live listeners. and in the future. Um, but yeah, please, you know, throw us a comment if you're in the Facebook Live. Let us know you're here. Say hello. We'll be lead- reading comments live throughout the show. We're all about interaction here yep. at Let's Talk Pod. That's we love interaction that's very important with the fans. To us. Yeah. The fans come first in our eyes. We mm-hmm. do this for you guys first. So it's really, it's really exciting to have you guys here. Do you want to start off by telling everyone uh, what or who this week's episode is sponsored by? Yes. <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by Jordan All Cookhouse. Uh Tell me, would you like to tell me a little bit about it? And did I get the pronunciation correct? Uh, Jordanal? Jordanal. Jordanal. There you go. Jordanal? Yeah. Can we get confirmation on that from the audience? <laughs> Jordanal. Sounds good. We're not sure. Uh, <laughs> type in the comments, please, if you can take a guess at the pronunciation of our sponsor, <laughs> Jordan Al Cookhouse. It's a Madison-based farm-to-table restaurant with the Let me stop most you right delicious. There, Jack. Uh, it's in Verona, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, incorrect. Uh, it's in Verona, Wisconsin. It is a farm-to-table restaurant uh, owned by. Louis Joseph Lettenmeyer Jr. He is uh, originally from Illinois. Uh, he's lived in, Mad- in the Madison area uh, ever since he was about 20. So for the last 11 years. He's an up-and-coming chef. He's an up-and-coming chef. He's a head chef. And he, yeah, he's, he's now an entrepreneur. So um, yeah, great food, great quality of uh, customer service. He Stop reached out the- to us as a, coincidentally enough, a fan of the show. Yeah. Um, which just goes to show how far this this silly little podcast reaches. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Think of it's, where we started. It's crazy to think about where we began just a few weeks ago. <laughs> right. And, and now that our podcast now. is reaching to different states. Right. Uh, it's pretty crazy <laughs> to think about. So thanks for listening, Louie. And we are so happy to sponsor Jordanel cookhouse uh which is a very good a very good cookhouse and i definitely know how to pronounce it so yeah uh with uh after discussing this <laughs> Louis says incorrect yeah well we're not sure so jordanal <laughs> jordanal cookhouse jordanal jordanal um without further ado tommy after the sponsors let's uh let's, let's talk, talk fantasy, fantasy football. football start us off with the first matchup Whoa. Jack, we've got... <laughs> that is copyrighted. We're going to try that again. All right. Um, and we're rolling. Shooby down. It's breaking news. Look at that on Audacity. 
<laughs> All right, I just broke the recording equipment here. Okay, um, okay, breaking news. <laughs> Every matchup this week has been decided, except for one. The one matchup that is still to be de- has still to be decided is Brian versus Justin. Wow. Guys, it's awfully close. Right now, Justin's beating Brian with a score of 10,872 to Brian's 10,296. Ooh. Yahoo gives Justin an 85% chance to win, uh, but a touchdown by either of the guys that Brian is playing, which are DeAndre Hopkins or Benjamin Watson, would drastically change things. Um, Justin's got Mike Wallace, Lamar Miller, and Justin Tucker going, so... We've got about a half a quarter to play, and uh, Justin's ahead by a little bit, so uh, this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be tight. So what the situation is, the winner automatically secures themselves a playoff spot. Mm. They're in, can't be taken away from them. Guaranteed ticket. It's a punched. big matchup then. Yeah, the loser falls to six and six, and will need to fight for their life in. Uh, in the final week of the regular but season, but if week the 13. loser wins in week thirteen, they're in. Yep, they're guaranteed to win. Okay, so they they both teams decide their do- own destiny. Yes, yep, very much so. Uh, yeah, it's just about uh, yeah being able to punch that ticket this week. Uh, but yeah, both of them are still in good shape, decent shape, even if and they lose. So much action between two teams for a Monday night game, <laughs> yeah, especially I- when the Monday night game is. Houston, Baltimore. Those aren't usually, typically, fantasy rich teams. No, uh, no, you wouldn't. Uh, no, you wouldn't. But you see, think that. you see, Justin starting Mike Wallace and Lamar Miller and Justin Tucker. Um, you know, those are those are three good starts in my opinion. I got no problem with those guys, even though the Ravens are a struggling team overall. Yeah, Justin Tucker's an amazing kicker. So, uh, and he's been good. After since I mean the first few weeks he really struggled because they weren't getting over midfield really, uh, but he's been dynamite since week five. So um, definitely play him every week. Lamar Miller's been good to great most weeks. He's had some really great weeks and he's been he's had a pretty consistent floor. So uh, and yeah, and then Mike Wallace is a good flyer play. He's had up and down weeks, but um, you know just about as many up weeks as he has down weeks almost. So we see Justin's up by about. 700 points right now, roughly. Yeah, yeah six, uh, six, 600 points. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brian just got some points. Oh, Benjamin Watson catch. There we go. All right. What was and that? Inches uh, closer. What was that noise you did earlier? Can you do the breaking news? Again? <laughs> I forget the tune. <laughs> I know what it wasn't, though. Yes, okay. definitely. Not trying to get sued here. <clears throat> uh, okay. Please be commenting in throughout the show. We'd love to hear your questions. Uh, we do have a comment from Drew saying, I thought we were starting with a public apology from Jack. I... Uh, don't apologize. I think that's one of the staples of this show, Let's Talk Podcast. We we don't apologize. We have hot takes here on this show, and a lot of times, you know, hot takes it's gonna burn. Drew may be referring to the fact that for most of the year you were down on Marvin Jones Jr., and now he's a big reason why Drew might has a good chance of making the playoffs. Okay. I. Apologize <laughs> for how rude I was to Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin's Jones Marvin Jones Jr. has been a solid to above solid to pretty darn really good fantasy asset for Drew in the second half of this. I think that's this a regular perfect season. description. <laughs> and 
I didn't see that coming. And, I mean, the Lions offense as a whole I didn't really see coming. Matt Stafford's been better than expected. Golden Tate's been solid for Anna. Uh, a few down weeks, but, yeah, mostly good. Yeah. Um, you know, Eric Ebron still has steel hands and can't catch passes, but... He's been pretty irrelevant. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely I was wrong about Marvin Jones Jr. He's been he's been good. Drew just commented he went through a lot of counseling and has risen above your BS. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm glad that makes you feel good for Marvin Jones yeah, Jr. Absolutely, he was able to go through that and come yes. out on top. Yes, yes. So yes, I do apologize, but we don't apologize on this show, so, <laughs> so don't expect any. Um, okay, so yeah, we will keep you updated on that game as this game. Uh, as the Monday Night Football game continues, we'll, we'll keep uh, giving you updates on that matchup. But the first matchup we're going to talk about in full is going to be, well, we're going to start with the first place team, Kyle Sundell. Uh, he takes on, or he took on Greg this week, uh, with, and he lost. So Greg beat Kyle with a score of 13,162 to Kyle's 10,140. Now, Macklin is still it's playing. It's not over, Okay. Kyle still has a 1% chance of winning. He's got Jeremy Macklin, who has scored 110 points tonight. Uh, and there's still, you know, half a quarter left to play. So 3,000 points is definitely within the realm of possibility. I have to disagree. <laughs> okay. This may be a hot take, but I don't see it happening. Uh, Fair enough. I would actually say it's completely out of the realm of possibility. Okay. Well, audience, what do you think? <laughs> I, I agree with Tommy, as always. Thank you, crowd. All right, we got some differing takes from the audience. <laughs> Let's see what the game does. Anyway, Greg has his second great week in a row. He's finally putting some... <laughs> it's a little too late for him, but... It's a shame, because, yeah, he his team really has been great these last two weeks. Uh, led by... Kirk Cousins, who I traded away in part of my efforts to trade away my season. Captain Kirk, dude. Martavis Bryant with Finally. Judas Schuster out. Finally. With 14.42. Delaney Walker with Greg a has big been, game. Greg has been playing him all year 14, for that 14.42 Greg knew the breakout <laughs> game was coming. Uh, just too little too late. But he did still have disappointments from his running backs. Amir Abdullah with 5.80 and Jordan Howard with 2.90. Jordan Howard has been so hot and cold. Yeah. Yeah, he really has. But... Finally, talk about finally, Joe Mixon's breakout game. Another player I traded away with 2,400. Huge game for him and the Chargers with a massive week with 2,500. So just great performances from Greg's team. Unfortunately, he's not going to make the playoffs, uh, so it's too little too late. It is too little too late. He. So if you want to talk about the realm of possibility, <laughs> um, if Kyle has a chance to beat Greg this week, Greg has a chance to make the playoffs. Uh he would need to win and outscore multiple people by over somewhere over 10,000 points next week. Sure. <laughs> uh, so it's not very possible for Greg. Well, it's possible, though. It's possible. Let's not count him out. Keep fighting out there, Greg. Uh, but, what, yeah. What did you see on Kyle's side? Kyle's, I've, I've, I saw what I've seen a lot of this year. Uh <laughs> His, now, Jeremy Macklin, again, not done yet, but yeah. he currently has 110, running out of time. T.Y. Hilton had 250, and Deontay Thompson had 110. That's Kyle's wide receiving core. It's what he has been 
so hardcore struggling and he's had glimpses of it getting better yeah and then it just regresses because of injury so yeah. twice now he had at least one good wide receiver in will fuller mm-hmm. will fuller goes down then robert was so not Sean watson not, going down was the real yeah, injury yes, there but yeah. yeah he becomes fantasy irrelevant yeah and then Robert Woods, who was not at the level that Will Fuller was at, but, but he had become, good. he had consistently gotten, he had three, Rams, three good he, weeks in a row. He turned into the Rams' number one wideout. And now he's injured, and they're saying it's a shoulder injury, and they're not sure how many weeks he's going to be out. That's a big loss for Kyle. It is a big especially loss. with the state of his wide receiver. So now he's back to what it is, which I get. I mean, you would say that T.Y. Hilton is Kyle's best wide receiver, which is not what you want for starting the playoffs. No. No, no, it's not what you want. Kyle, for Kyle needs Robert Woods to be back and fully healthy for Week 14. Yeah, that's what I will say. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that take. But hey, uh, the rest of his guys though actually, it, Thompson it's, it's a solid effort from the from the rest of his team outside of his receiving core. Deontay Thompson on the Bills could benefit because no. What are you about to say? Oh no. Well, no, it's okay. It's am I, okay. Am I mistaken? No, no, you're not mistaken. But it's just oh. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's relevant. <laughs> oh, I thought I was misremembering. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin is on the Bills now, right? Yeah, he's out. Yeah, for good now. Yeah, well, yeah, right. He tore his meniscus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was out last week. So and, that and, that'll and, help Deontay Thompson. Yeah, he didn't play this week. Deontay Thompson got 110. Oh, yikes. he didn't play last week. Deontay <laughs> Thompson got 510. Okay. Well. It has the potential to, I suppose. Could Deontay Thompson have a good week the rest of the year? Absolutely. But you're not going to know which week it is. And the other four weeks, <laughs> he's going to put up 500 maximum. He's not a startable wide receiver. Uh, but the rest of good Kyle's, weeks from Melvin yes, Gordon and Michael Murray. Everything else was good for Kyle. Stafford played fine. 1500. And side. Things are looking up for him at the running back position. Well, Melvin Gordon and Carlos Side have been steady all year. DeMarco Murray, I, I guess, I guess it's technically looking up from DeMarco Murray. Well, Rex Burkhead is the real looking up. Yes, true. Very Things much. are looking up. It is, but also, I don't... Rex Burkhead seems to be like he could be inconsistent the rest of the year as well. Because there's... Yeah, but he... But he does have, obviously, now he has the potential. As much as it makes me cringe to say it, yeah, I mean, he's definitely... It's like, it's him and Deion Lewis currently yes it seems like it's really firmly the two of them has been the last couple weeks yeah and but that i guess and maybe it will continue that way but anything and i mean anything could flip that yeah and james white could be back anything small you know depending on how bill belichick feels yeah It, it rex burkett has taken over for sure um Big weeks from Greg the Leg and Jacksonville, of course, as always. Yeah, as Without always. Fail. Study as a rock for Kyle. It's the reason. It's the reason you could make an argument that his team <laughs> was going to be is decent. <laughs> That's a hot take. <laughs> no, he's in first place. He's eight and three. You know, you it gotta, is, there, gotta his, his kicker and defense are the reason you could make an argument that his team is good mm-hmm. because they have put up enough points. It's like having. I mean, having Kyle's kicker is like having a really good, steady wide receiver. I mean, he's putting up over 1,500 points a week. Yeah. I don't know what it is now, but it was at one point like 1,700 a week. Yeah. Which is awesome. But 
Uh, and then again, his defense can explode at any moment, uh, and their floor has been pretty good as well. So, um, all right, should we move on to the next matchup? Definitely, definitely. Obviously, the only thing that can change for Kyle, if he loses again next week, he could drop all the way to third place if you and Louie both win. Mm, interesting. Yeah, but that's it's a big change. It is, but it's uh, that's the only thing that can change. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah, would be could, an uh, even bigger change if our league did it that the f- top two teams get a bye in the first round of the playoffs. That would be huge. <laughs> that would be huge. Which is, that'll be up for a vote next year, potentially. Yeah, but I thought you already agreed that you like eight. Yeah, but, you know, my opinion could change but you would in the still offseason. Wanna, that's, yeah. that's very true. <laughs> Who knows? I have a pretty f- I have pretty fluid principles and morals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next matchup. This was a battle of the Titans. Clash of the Clans. Uh... Jack takes on Dan. Dan destroys Jack with a score of... Well, potentially. 12,000. Hold uh, on. Similar to Kyle. Oh, my gosh. Still have a 1% chance of winning. I got Danny Woodhead on the field tonight. He scored 630 so far. There are now three minutes left in the game. And I'm only at my 3,000. So, absolutely still potential. By the way, guys, with three minutes left, Justin is beating Brian by 600 and... 60 points. So, it is looking good for Justin. Obviously not out of the woods yet. But, uh, it's it's uh, getting down to the nitty-gritty for Brian. I'd like to ask a live question of the audience members. Please, in the comments, and audience members, feel free to chime in. How do you guys feel about John Gruden? Uh, he's a pretty polarizing commentator. I personally like him some days and hate him most days but i think more than more often than not i love him i know you make fun of gruden's grinders but how do you feel about john gruden john gruden's a human that is insane he's he's he's, he doesn't need like sleep two hours a night yeah it's not two but it's like i like legit like three or four or something like that like on average that's what he gets no he's he's what are you guys thoughts on john gruden audience yeah, we like him. I don't know that any of them have an opinion. No, no we don't like only, him. Kyle would be the only one. Uh, I, he's fine. There have been better. Hey, Scott. Scott Gruden, <laughs> the comment. Gruden is a grinder. Love that, Scott. <laughs> Love that, Scott. Gruden is a grinder. This, Yes. This week's Gruden grinder is Gruden. I completely agree, Scott. Drew says he's insane. Yeah, I mean, so he clearly agrees with your take, Tommy. Yeah, I'm not... He, now... Saying he's insane isn't isn't about me saying I like or dislike him, but yeah. I think it's just a fact yeah. that he kind of is. Yeah, yeah. And I think he a lot of times he has really good analysis. Yeah, he's smart. He's he smart. Knows what he's he knows. About he knows. Part. He, he 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 knows the playbook really yeah. well. And he's like Tony Romo on cocaine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he's he's exactly like Tony Romo on cocaine. Yeah, Tony Romo's great. Tony Romo has been great. I've really and enjoyed Tony Romo on cocaine. I mean, yeah. John Gruden. That's fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's smart, you know, he's just on coke. He knows the game. But he he's is, hard to tolerate for long stretches. That's what Drew's He can be is. very hard to tolerate yeah. at times. All right, well, appreciate your input. Um, so, Tommy, what did you see out of my team this week? Jack. You traded away your championship. <laughs> no. Okay, so what I've seen from your team, honestly... For context, Tommy's running joke is that I traded away my championship last year and that I'm doing the same thing this year, trading <laughs> away my championship. Because three trades were made this season, and I 
was a part of all three of them. Trade deadline passed, so I only I did only as much damage as I could. Yeah. And with Justin Tucker kicking that field goal, it's looking like not to jinx it, but Justin's probably going to take the W here. Yeah, I mean the only thing. So now that uh, Houston will have the ball, right? They'll have one more chance, and they can still tie it. So they're obviously going to throw. So mm-hmm. Hopkins is Brian's last hope, and it'll have to be a touchdown. Sure. All right, well, we're sitting on pins and needles here. Because it's now 10, 10.40, the lead. No, sure. 10.60. 1.060. So, all right, I'll dive into Dan's here, team here, and then uh, you know, then I'll force you to make some actual analysis on my team rather than mocking it. Okay. Carson Wentz putting up 23.98, a huge week for Dan. He has been a champion for Dan's team and just for his team. Eagles are now 10-1. and one. If I'm not mistaken, which is crazy. Last two times the Eagles were ten and one, I believe. Well, the last time they made it to the Super Bowl and lost, and then the time before that, I think they won at least like they. Maybe they were. It was like a long time ago. It's hard. The Super Bowl wasn't a thing yet. It's hard to argue they're not a favorite to at least make it to the Super Bowl. No. Um, Right now they got one of the best quarterbacks. Strong. One of the best defenses. One of the best tight ends. A few of the best. I mean, I think Alshon Jeffrey is a top tier wide receiver. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, for sure. I bet. You, I mean, I think a lot of people would argue top ten, but I think you could safely say he's a top fifteen wide receiver yeah. as far as like yeah. talent, talent, natural ability, yeah, body, yeah, size, speed, strength, yeah, all the wide receiver stuff. Speaking of wide receiver stuff, when we talk about Anna's team. We'll spend some time on Julio Jones because, <laughs> my word, uh, the man caught some footballs and ran some, some A little uh, little preview for the crazy matchup that was Adam Anna Thielen and Drew. with 12.90 for Dan. Zay Jones actually with 10.80 for Dan. One of Zay's first good weeks of the year. Samaj P. Ryan stepping in big time for his team with 14.50. And Alvin Kamara, my goodness, putting up 33.80. He's just been, I, I mean... He's is surpassing all expectations and continuing to do so. We keep thinking he can't maintain this, but at this point, he's just straight up the best fantasy running back. He's he's been the number one running back since uh, Adrian Peterson got traded. Yeah, I mean it's 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 wild at this point. So I mean Dan just has so many pieces right now that are just dynamite. LaShawn McCoy only with 990, but that's fine. Larry Fitz with 470, but that's going up against a tough Jacksonville defense. And, you know, I just, like we've been saying week after week, Dan's team is just really good. I wasn't surprised to lose to him. I hope I don't have to play him in the playoffs until Nobody later Nobody wants to play Dan in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to play Dan in the playoffs. His team is dangerous. Yeah. Can you imagine... If he also had Ezekiel Elliott right now, that'd which, be scary. Which he like, yeah, he thought had, he would, yeah, because he was supposed right. to be suspended for the first six games. Yeah, Zeke should have just taken his suspension. But yeah, you cannot say enough about Alvin Kamara. Um, Scott commented, "Eagles have the best backup QB, Nick Foles." Jesus, uh, <laughs> 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 um, not not sure about that one. Drew commented, didn't Foles have a better week than Dak? I'm going to look that low. up. Oh, <laughs> I'm low. Gonna... You son of a bitch. Low. Low blow. 
negative wow. reaction from the audience <laughs> on that one, Drew. Um, but yeah, so just Nick Fo- Nick Foles got a hundred a negative one hundred and forty six points uh, oh. this week. Oh no! Oh no! So no, he didn't. So no, he didn't. Uh, Dak outscored him by over 600. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, and then on Dan's bench, he had Marquise Goodwin <laughs> with 980 and Rod Smith with 1180. So, whoops. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't want to play Dan, and I'm fine taking the L this week against him. What'd you see on my team? Real quickly. I mean, my team's great, so you don't got to spend too much time on it. Uh, your team has looked super vulnerable um, the past few weeks, which it hadn't really up until these last few weeks. Uh, It could just be a few down weeks, but you've had a lot of major changes to your team. You don't have, you don't, you don't have nearly the same roster you do now as when you started the season. True or false. All right. Let's get some reactions from the audience. (laughs) How do you think the treatment is of me from my co-host TJ Lett? Uh, Normal boo! How do you agree? Boo! How do you agree? Boo. <laughs> How do you agree? Boo! <laughs> insane overconfidence. No, I'm not. I'm literally. I'm just saying, you with the trades you made, whether they were good or bad, they are different players on your team now. That's all I'm saying. Drew That's says, what? "Not cruel enough." Yeah, with the, how cruel you've been about his team. He also says, "XO Justin." <laughs> Tell him I'm flipping him off. <laughs> Jack is a okay, Scott. Okay, uh, we don't we don't use language like that on the podcast. Yeah, we're gonna bleep out Scott's uh, terminology. Jack, Scott, I'll just summarize it. Jack uh, got the worst end of the trade with me. It's not nice to pick on him. Scott says Jack is a trade bleep victim. It's yeah. not nice to pick on him. Yeah. So it rhymes with grape. Okay. So I don't. Think that's true. Chris Hogan's gonna come back. Stefan Diggs is gonna stop getting poached by Adam Thielen. Here is what I will say. I'm glad you brought that trade up, Scott. Here's what I will say about that trade. Let's get this all let's cards on the table. Going into that trade, I did not like the trade by Scott. When that trade happened, I didn't like the trade by Scott. I believed in both Diggs and Hogan at the time. I still do. Uh I had no idea Chris Hogan would be out for this long. The fact that Chris Hogan has been out for this long does definitely make Scott the current winner of the trade. And not enough can be said about the fact that literally having Doug Baldwin instead of Stefan Diggs for last week against Dan, that was literally the difference between him winning and losing. Yeah. So that is enough right there for that trade to have been worth it for Scott, no matter what else happens. All right. Because that... He is, he is now in the playoffs because of it. He he would. Scott said he got a line from Schefter on the Hogan injury. So <laughs> you son of a bitch. Are there rules in our league about insider Scott, information? Scott, you have to disclose that information from NFL insiders. I feel like that should be reported to the rest of the league. This trade could be redacted. Trade's going to be redacted. Um, no, but okay. But what what I what else I will say is, Jack did not make the trade for the right now. So if the two, if Diggs and Hogan can be ready and good to go for week 14, that will be a big decider for who wins the trade, obviously. Yeah. Sure. But for Scott, it's already been worth it. Yeah. Great. That's a great take. Cool. Yeah. I like that. I can agree with that. 
Uh, any other bright spots or low spots on my team? And then we can okay. Move yeah, on I didn't really mention up. anything about okay. your team. Ertz, always amazing. That is, he's been the cornerstone of your team. Yeah. Matt Ryan, you keep hoping he's gonna turn it on. He's been fine, but that's all he's been. But he hasn't had a great game yet. Uh, Thomas has a down week, but that was uh, that's been rare for him. I like Diggs. Breaking news! What happened? The game has ended. Justin is the victor. Justin, and Justin wins. Brown has clinched a spot. Who? Justin Lettenmeyer, <laughs> my brother, has clinched a spot in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get an audience reaction on that. Quiet little round of applause for Justin. I totally don't deserve it. His team doesn't deserve it. Some um, might argue that his team does not deserve it. Some would argue correctly. Uh, statistically speaking, his team does not. But we're not talking numbers. Numbers so. are numbers. Numbers always <laughs> lie. Anyway, yeah, Justin officially wins 11,542 to Brian's 10,486. So Justin has his seventh win, moves up to 7-5. and five. He is in the playoffs. Woo! He's in the playoffs. Brian falls to 6-6. Six and six. He will play Greg next week. He needs to win. <laughs> he needs to. If he wins, he is automatically in. If he loses, there's almost no chance he can make the playoffs. It's the point differential thing again where he's got to outscore a lot of people by a very large amount of points. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Greg's going to be playing spoiler next week. Greg will be trying to go go in there and just knock Brian out of the playoffs. So if, he's got to play with integrity. Up, if Greg can put up 40,000... And if Greg puts up like a score of around forty thousand, no, honestly, honestly, thirty thousand would probably do the trick. Then he'll make the playoffs. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next matchup. Um, yeah, I, I'm yes. I just want to like I'm not super worried about your team. Uh, I appreciate I think, that. I think you're fine. Yeah, I think Chris Hogan will come back and be healthy, and I'll be locked and absolutely loaded at the wide receiver position, and I think. You know, the only weak spot I have currently is running back two. And I'm hoping that I can find something to correct that before week 14. We'll see. Yeah, and hopefully Crabtree can get his two-game suspension reduced to one game and be back and ready for you for the juicy matchup against the uh, Chiefs in week 14. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay, yeah, but you're, you're fine. Uh, and it'll, it'll just come down to a matchup. Uh, I like your team against most others in in the league right now so uh yeah next matchup is going to be another another team versus another team whoa it's these guys versus these Louis guys against lou yeah another <laughs> if you want to talk about scary teams <laughs> another absolutely insane week from louie with 18,442 points against dad's 10,934. I mean, for Louis, I don't even know where to start. Russell Wilson has been dynamite, 2462. Antonio Brown has been double dynamite. There's no word for what Antonio Brown has been the last two weeks. Antonio Brown has put up... The only word I can think of for what Antonio Brown has done the last two weeks is Keenan Allen. 
And Keenan <laughs> Allen has also been very Antonio Brown. Has been very Antonio Brown these last two weeks. The two of them, 28-70 for Keenan Allen after putting up 34-20 last week. Antonio Brown put up 38-32 last week. Just an absolutely statistically mind-blowing performance from two of Louis' wide receivers. And it the scariest thing is, it's just that's sort of, it's not surprising from either guy because they both have the talent for this and they have games like this. It's just about when they explode. And Keenan Allen yeah. has not exploded yet this season, but this in these a, last two games, yeah. my goodness, if Louis can keep getting performances even half of to the par of those two guys with Russ Wilson at the helm, I, his team is terrifying. Very terrifying. I mean, it, it's a shame, I guess, for Louie that these two weeks aren't week 14 and 15, obviously. Yeah, that'd be that'd Because be he's great. probably not going to do this in week 14 and 15. Yeah. But the thing is, is right, Antonio Brown can do this any given week. Yeah. And I think Keenan Allen is the kind of guy that can do that any week, yeah. too. And so, like you're saying, if they can just... They they've are always going to get the target, so if they can keep up this efficiency... And this, to have Alshon Jeffrey and Mo Sanu as your three and four? Yep. I don't, Mohamed Sanu has been great Mohamed uh, Sanu has since been their bye week. really good as of late. And Alshon Jeffrey... He's been a wide receiver too, probably, since their bye week. Yeah, and Alshon Jeffrey with 1370 this week... He also has had a good a good stretch of games. That's four that's four great weeks in a row for Alshon Jeffrey. Latavius Murray with fourteen forty, Adrian Peterson for eleven ninety. That's Louie really just working doing some good work on the waiver wire this season. I mean, those are two guys heading into the playoffs that Louie is hoping to be able to rely on. It wasn't that long ago that you were scared of Louie's running backs, right? Yeah. Like like you were scared for him about his running backs. And yeah. now look at them now. Marshawn Lynch has eighteen sixty on his bench. And you can, like, he turned out to have a better week, but he shouldn't have started Marshawn Lynch this week. He's got better players across the board. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. And he's got Josh Gordon on his bench, which, you know, <laughs> if that works out for Louis, Louis then yeah. It's hope. not. It's a, it's, a, it's a fine ad. Did you see Hugh Jackson, though, came out and said, he's like, Josh Gordon's going to play? Yeah. I mean, but Hugh Jackson notoriously lies, but. But here's what I want. So next week is week 13. It's 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 his first week back. If what what is what does he have to do for Louis to with any confidence play him week fourteen in the playoffs? Yeah, there's almost nothing he could do Maybe besides. Is he going to put up three thousand? No, but what if he gets eight targets? So what does he do with those targets? Even if he even he, if he, he grabs a touchdown. You know, eight targets, but you eighty still yards. Do you and a start touchdown. him over any of his three wide receivers, or you just put him in the flex over Sanu? <sighs> Trade him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! It's too late for Trade that. Trade him high. It's too uh, late for that. I can say with confidence, this is the highest scoring two week stretch from anyone. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, we have just heard the news. That John Gruden's Gruden grinder of the night is none the, other than the punter. No, is the special teams coordinator of oh, the Baltimore Ravens because they executed a fake punt and they had two very long punts and 
made a bunch of field goals. <laughs> so he just sort of did a catch-all and said it's the special teams coach who's my Gruden grinder. So uh, just want to let you all know. He should have given it to like the owner of the Texans. Yeah, <laughs> right. For putting this squad together. Wow. 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 Um, all right. What did uh, you see on Dad's side of the ball? I was in the middle of a sentence when you cut me off. Can I, <laughs> can I finish that? No, I interrupted you for breaking news and then you move on. That's how breaking news goes, you know? Yeah, well, were you talking about Josh Gordon still? No, I said I just wanted to give Louis a shout out because this is, I can say with confidence, I didn't do the research, but I'm 100% certain wow. that this is the highest two-week score from anyone ever. ever. Yeah. He puts, he's, he's got, he got, we're talking 38,000, like 900 over the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, it, it's, so yeah, it's, it's, he obviously is peaking now because the odds of him maintaining this are very minimal. Yeah. You know, maybe he'll maybe he'll steady but, out at like fifteen k. But his team's good, you know. Like there's yes. a team, a team doesn't score that many points, and then I mean, they do. But odds are, if you're scoring that much, then your baseline is pretty high. Yeah, I, you. I mean, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, Louis Louis had erratic weeks, right? But more of the, like a lot of his lower weeks were earlier in you the know, year. I just I just don't see this team totally flopping. He's got there's too much talent now and these guys are just i don't know i just i louis another team i'm afraid of heading into the playoffs yep yep there's some hot teams uh and so louis beat dad as we mentioned and so he guaranteed himself a playoff position nice congrats to louis yeah Uh, so then you asked me what i saw from dad's team yes dad's team this is what like this is what dad's team has been all year long they he fluctuates between like ten thousand. And 12,000. Now, he's had a couple outliers. But for the majority of the year, that's what he wavers between. He gets 10,934, which isn't... I don't think you categorize that as a bad week. Um, because it's very close to the league average. It's a less than average week. Hmm. I wouldn't call it a bad week. It's not a good week. Yeah. <laughs> Am I making any sense? <laughs> it's... Uh... It's right there between bad and decent. Sure. Sure. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think I'm following. <laughs> I think I'm following. It's not good enough. It doesn't get it done. No, no. You can't you you're not you can't be expecting to get a W, but it's not something to get down about. Right. It's just uh it's just a It's, it's bad. A, yeah. But right in between bad and decent and good. <laughs> yes, exactly. Towards bad. Uh on the bad side. Concerns I have about dad's team. That's bad, but sort of decent team. That's not good. Concerns I have about Dad's team: Demarius Thomas and Alex Smith are my are my two main concerns. Outside of that, I like Dad's team. I think that's a great take. I think Adrian and Mike Evans are solid for Dad. I think Christian McCaffrey and Deion Lewis are solid for Dad, with Deion Lewis being the lead back in New England nowadays. I think Tyler Croft has been solid for dad as a tight end with Tyler Eifert being out for the Bengals. Croft has really slid into that role rather nicely. 
And the Eagles, you know, one of the best defenses in the league for Dad with 1,800 this week. I think all those positions are solid, but I think you are right on with your analysis that Demarius Thomas as Dad's wide receiver three with only 430 this week and just moving forward in general, it's just tough with that Broncos offense. He's not getting the volume he needs. He's not getting the, the, de- the, the you know, good targets that he... The Broncos have had three quarterbacks start. Who are all really bad last at two throwing weeks. footballs. Three, they played three quarterbacks in the last two weeks. Brock Osweiler played two weeks ago. And none of them should be NFL quarterbacks. Probably none of them should be starting NFL quarterbacks. How does that happen? Trevor Simeon was good. Yeah, what happened? Trevor Simeon was doing and had done a great job of managing that team. What happened? Seriously? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There must have, was there like offensive line stuff. I have no idea. It, it, it was even good the start of this year. Ty, type in the comments if you have any thoughts on what happened. Yeah, to the guys, Broncos I really offense. feel like you guys aren't listening. You know. Um. <laughs> we need more interaction. Uh, but here's here's a, a thing to ask. Yeah. Dad slides Landry up to the wide receiver position. Puts Collins in his flex. Then how do you like his team? I think Alex Collins has definitely earned a a, a starting a, a start against Detroit next week. He has put up yeah at least twelve hundred points three out of the last four weeks. That's a good take. It is rough. The Ravens are going that, up against Pittsburgh in Week 14. His carries the last four games, 18, 13, 20, and 16. No, I think he should definitely be starting Alex Collins. I totally agree. Um, like I said, he's got a tough Week 1 of the playoffs matchup against Pittsburgh in Week 14. But, yes. Um, yeah, Dad's, of course, got another defense on his bench with Minnesota, so he's he's locked and loaded there. Um, but, yeah, he's 6-5 and five now, and looking... Like he can control his own fate if he gets a W in Week 13. Should yeah, yeah, he he will. He, yeah, he's in the same situation where with he lost, so he could not make it. Um, but yeah, a win would guarantee a playoff spot for him as well. Shall we venture to the next matchup? Let's venture onward. Onward and upward. Onward and upward, my friend. No comments. No comments. That's great. Yeah, we lost. <clears throat> we lost everyone. That's great. We lost you. How many viewers do we have? Someone check. Zero. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna go into the yeah, Facebook go, Live. Go I'm gonna go it. into the Facebook Live and start commenting. Hi. 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 Drew commented hi. I just got bored. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. That means a lot. That means a lot. We really appreciate that. How many are there? There are three viewers. X. We lost two viewers because you're one of them. Yikes. We lost two people. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. First half is over. Great halftime. Yeah, let's, uh, so we, we, the next match we're going to talk about is Brian versus Justin, Justin now. So we talked about that in a little bit so we can, um, we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on this one, uh, but we will, uh, just mention again that Justin beats Brian. Justin guarantees a playoff spot. Brian gets in next week with the win, is probably out with a loss. Uh, Justin's team with 11,500, that's above average week. And it is crazy that Justin scored that much and got a victory 
looking at the top half of his team. The way the positions are spread out, you got quarterbacks, then running backs, or quarterbacks, then wide receivers, and then running backs. And what you're saying is this doesn't. My goodness, we got Dak Prescott with 516, Danny Amendola with 216, Emmanuel Sanders with 270, Mike Wallace with 730, Jarek McKinnon with 590. (laughs) My lord, a disgraceful performance. And then you get to the bottom half. And then you get to the bottom half, and it's just phenomenal. Lamar Miller with 1230. Rob Gronkowski with 2270. A huge performance from Gronk. Mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman with the performance of the week, 2170. Yeah, my demise is Freeman. Uh, you know, one, one man's uh, trash. Yeah, another man's Tommy's. Come up. Yes. What, thank you. <laughs> one of my favorite Macklemore lines. Uh,. Scott says, are you talking about my team yet? No, Scott, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Um, yes, jo- Tommy's demise is Plonk Teef, Justin, Cranky, Goats, um, Goat Hangers, Matt, uh, uh, Magic, what, what was the phrase we used? Trash is another man's come up. <laughs> yep. Magic was what the word I was looking for. Wow. Um, Tevin Coleman with 2170. Who even when Devontae Freeman has been in has been huge for the Falcons. Better than Devontae Freeman almost. Yeah, <laughs> some would say. Two rushing TDs this week. Justin Tucker, Mr. Reliable with 1,700 in Washington with 1,850. So just a really up and down week from Justin's team. A lot of lows, but then the highs to give him the W and move him on to the playoffs. What do you think about Justin's team moving towards the playoffs? So Justin's team is not looking great to make a championship run right now. I'm going to be completely honest and say that. What does the audience think? <laughs> I, I agree. Oh, okay. The audience agrees. I am a little concerned about Dak Prescott. I am very concerned about Emmanuel Sanders. I'm a little concerned about Jarek McKinnon. I'm kind of concerned about Danny Amendola. Okay, these are a lot of players you're naming. <laughs> That's where I'll stop, though. <laughs> sure. That's where I'll stop. He's got... McKinnon has kind of fallen off a cliff. He was looking really, really good and then for four, for four weeks. And then the last three weeks, he's been 570, 850, 590. Not what you're looking for. Uh, so, But Lamar Miller has continued to be good. Gronkowski has continued to be great. Coleman has been consistently decent, if not good, all year. And like you said, Justin Tucker, he's been solid the second half of the year. It's the wide receivers, and I'm not I'm not even as concerned about Dak Prescott as I am about his wide receivers. I do, I think Dak, um, the Cowboys are going to try and make a playoff push. Dak I, Dak is a good quarterback. He's he's is he going to continue to put up 500 fantasy points? No, no, no. Is he going but to I agree. To I had a, I had a hot take last week. And I'll keep it hot. I'm worried about Dak. I'm worried about the Cowboys. Uh, I, I am too. I, I am too. But as a as a, I am not confident in Dak Prescott as a fantasy football asset. Rest of season. should Justin place? Who should Justin pick up? Uh, well, don't say who he should pick up. Do you see a QB out in? No, I think that a, he should. Switch I think him he'll be. I think Dak Prescott will be a top twelve fantasy quarterback rest of the season. So he's startable. He's just not going to be Dak Prescott. I right. think he'll, he'll which is get... what which is what has carried Justin to right. like all of his really good weeks. Right, right. So if Dak Prescott, this is what you can expect. Like if, if Dak, Dak Prescott, Prescott is going to be a bottom tier 
you know, bottom first tier quarterback or top tier second tier quarterback, top level second tier level <laughs> tier quarter. Good God. Then, like, I don't see how Justin's team will carry that weight if if that's where Dak is. Yes. Right. He what he? It's almost impossible to put up a huge week without Dak Prescott. Um, yeah. But he his team. Like, Jarek McKinnon still has the potential, I think, any given game to put up 2K because of how explosive he is. Yeah. It's it not like he's not getting the touches. No, and that the offense is good enough to support both those guys. It's just that Latavius has been eaten. Latavius has been getting the touchdowns Latavius the last three eaten, weeks. So. For sure. Um, but, yeah, so his wide receivers are what worries me. Uh, I don't know. Emmanuel Sanders hasn't been startable. He said I mean, one, we were just talking about Demarius Thomas being being rough, so... It's tough to start Emmanuel Sanders if Demarius Thomas isn't even... Right. I mean, if, if, if Trevor Simeon comes back and starts Week 13, I, I mean, I, I like both of them the best with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. He's played with them the longest. Sure. I think Trevor Simeon's the best quarterback yeah. there. Well, I don't know I think why there's they... no question. I don't know why they ever... I don't know why they... Coaches love to yeah. do that. Coaches love to do that, The Bills coach fucking, yeah. excuse my language, started yeah. Peterman over Tyrod Taylor, and then like 30 seconds into the game was like, this was the worst choice I've ever made. Yeah. One Dude, week later, th- oh, hey, Tyrod, you want to start again? Yeah. Yeah, they just love switching. Talk to- about looking like an idiot. Yeah, they want everyone, they want it, that's because they're ser- constantly searching for a scapegoat because their jobs are constantly at risk. Hashtag R.I.P. Fizdale. Ha- hashtag R.I.P. Fizdale. David Fizdale, coach of the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA, fired for no reason. Well, they had an eight-game losing streak, and it was all on him. Right, obviously. Coach's fault. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so Justin's team, I need to see something change here in Week 13 to to have any hope for him to make a deep playoff push. That's fair. That's fair. On Brian's side of the ball, Brian's team only scores 10,486 this week. Moving he, down to 6-6, six and six, he's going to have to win and score some points, or just win to Just to win gets him in. He could That's score three thousand points. Just to win, gets him in. He could score three thousand points in a in a victory and, and <laughs> three thousand. Wow. Well, playoffs. my word. What did the <laughs> what's up for the other team? Jared Goff with two thousand eighty six. Uh, I almost said Dustin Hopkins. My <laughs> goodness. DeAndre Hopkins with sixteen hundred in the Monday night game that we just watched. Devin Funchess with fourteen thirty. Isaiah Crowell, who has been. Just really solid Dad for him. Dad should not have dropped him. With 1,100. Uh, and Sammy Watkins, another big game with 1,620. He's had a good couple of weeks in the recent future. <laughs> That's a hot take. Um, are, you going to, are you going to double check me to prove me wrong? No, yeah, I, 1620, I, 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 I said agree. recent future because I knew, yeah, he had a down week last week with 510, but then he had 1110 and 1320. Even so. though you gave such a precise, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. quantifiable <laughs> measurement for how good he's been. I wanted to go look a little further. Right, okay, yeah. You're always the numbers guy. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, those guys that I Guys, Sammy Watkins has been kind of good, I okay. guess, since the recent future. Sort of a few weeks ago or maybe this week. Okay. How's that analysis? Um, what <laughs> went wrong for Brian this week? Uh, Brian had a very similar week to Justin in that you see a lot of guys with low scores and a lot of guys with good scores. Uh, it was pretty much 50-50, and the, the bad guys had bad weeks. <laughs> Like, really bad weeks. Uh, Des Bryant, the whole team struggled against the Chargers. Only puts up 520. That's got to be much better for Bryant to win some playoff games. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Darkwa, only with 440. 
he's been good. I think it maybe was just a down week. Washington has a really good run defense. Uh, we'll see if he can bounce back going up against Oakland, but that was a definite down. I want to know what Brian's team has averaged from the tight end position. I'm going to figure that out in time for the playoffs. Run the numbers. Get back to us. Brian has struggled. I, I want to say it feels like more than anyone at the tight end position. I don't think – this is probably wrong. I don't know that he's gotten over 1,000 from a tight end any week this year. Really? Maybe. That would be tough. That would be a – Someone uh, – <laughs> Crunch the numbers. Brian, if you're listening uh, and you want to prove me wrong, go for it. Uh, otherwise, uh, if I prove myself wrong at some point, I will correct that at, at a later date. Sure. Um, but, yeah, Brian – has Brian has the potential to score big. Uh, he's done it on occasion this year. Uh, not nearly consistently enough to make you confident in his team to make a playoff push. Mm. Generally, obviously, you want... I don't think... I, I would say Brian hasn't had three good weeks in a row this year. No. And that's what you... I think that you need to be able to prove that at some point yeah. during the season. His team hasn't... There's been no... Yeah, you're, you're exactly right there. There's no been there's been no consistent streaks of solid performances. He's been too up and down. But luck will almost always... Like, obviously, luck, fantasy football is everything. It's luck like 90% everything. luck. We love to talk about it and pretend like we're but like, smart. He but... and Justin have gotten this far to this point. The two of them have two of the lowest scores of anyone. Yeah. And they've got two of the best records going into this week. Sure. So, like, if that can just continue. Yeah. But that's all you can ho- But for them, I think, I don't see them, I don't see either of them, like, blasting through the playoffs. Yeah. To get to get the victory. No. It'd be tough to see. I think there's too many holes on both these teams yeah. to see them making to get, a run. To, get, to have three consistent big weeks. Definitely. All right. Should we move on to the next matchup? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Brian got over 1,000 in week 8. Thank you, Anna. No other week. He got 1,170 from Kyle Rudolph. I should have said that because in my mind, Kyle Rudolph was the one guy that would have gotten him 1,000. Sure it was. Did you say 1,070? That 170. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Anna. Round of applause for Anna. So, Kyle Rudolph. Anna. Guy Rudolph got, got Brian 1,170 in week eight. That was the one week he had over 1,000 from his tight end. He has struggled. I, he's, uh, I should have also uh, said, Anna, go back and check to see how many different tight ends uh, he's played. Not actually. <laughs> not actually. Uh, he started off with Martellus Bennett for like at least the first six weeks. Did you guys like. hear? Did you guys hear that the Patriots put Martellus Bennett on IR <laughs> for his shoulder? Did they actually? Yeah. That makes his... Yeah, he's he's not... I don't think he would lie about this. What? Well, no. Doesn't that make his story a lie? Because didn't he say his shoulder was fine? No, no, no. He said his shoulder wasn't fine. That's why... Like, then the Packers got pissed about that because he wanted to have surgery and they were like, fuck you, and released him saying they didn't know about his injury. Oh. And then what looked suspicious is he went to the Patriots and then was like, oh, my shoulder's fine. I guess the I'll Patriots play. The Patriots doctors said he was fine. Did they clear him? Oh. Interesting. All right. Well, it's a weird situation. Yeah. yeah, it's a very weird situation. Well, we'll keep a uh, keep an eye on that. Um, next matchup is Scott versus Tommy. Scott 
won with 12,754 points, and Tommy lost with 9,646 points. Scott's team had four really solid performances. And Scott, just to let you know, we are talking <laughs> about your team now. So I hope he misses it. <laughs> tune in. <laughs> pay attention. We're talking about your team now. Scott with 3,254 points from Ben Roethlisberger, who had a huge game. Four passing touchdowns, 351 passing yards. Uh, he just he just looked great. I love seeing Big Ben play well. Yeah, when the Steelers' offense is moving, it's really fun, it's to, fun watch. to watch. Carolina's defense with 2,200. They actually didn't look great. I mean, they gave up 27 points to the Jets, but they were able to pull together. They had 500 points with, like, half a quarter left. Yeah. So it was definitely into the fourth quarter. A lot of garbage time points. They got a defensive touchdown and then a punt return touchdown. Yeah, well, there we go. (laughs) Le'Veon Bell with 22-30, riding the coattails of Big Ben. He had 95 rushing yards, 88 receiving yards, 12 receptions. And Brandon Cooks with 1840. Uh, you know, so those four performances were the bulk of Scott's points. What what else did you see from him? What what didn't go well? Most prominently, Greg Olson with only 150, who actually got re-injured in the game, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, they have since said that he has been deemed fine. Okay, that's good. Because so, it was his foot. It was the same foot that he had same foot surgery that, on. Exactly. But they, I guess, they're not saying there was a setback or anything, so maybe they were just being super cautious. He felt like a little pain, and they sat him. I don't know. But he seems to be okay. At least that's the current news. Um, I mean, for Scott, the Ty- Tyreek Hill um, has been, uh, I would say, I mean, he's been the only startable <laughs> Chiefs player since they've started shitting the bed. Like, yeah. Alex Smith has been horrible. Kareem Hunt really isn't has not been putting up startable numbers. Uh, Tyree Kill hasn't been great since week seven. He's still but been, he's, yeah. but he's still, still been good. He's getting the he's getting the targets. He's getting the targets, and he, he he's got a you know so much speed that you know five targets a game for him. Can Leonard Fournette has definitely been the biggest disappointment for Scott as of late. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just about to touch on him between the you know missing the game, then it's his bye week, then his coach sits him because of the whole photog- photographs with the team thing and other yeah. other things. Then he goes up and puts five sixty up against the Chargers. Has a respectable game, 1280, and then now puts up 570 against the Cardinals and only got 12 carries. Yeah. Like, the other two that's, running backs have been very that's, involved. That's the worry, the volume. The volume has just decreased game by game. Yeah. I mean, he got 28 carries last week. Okay. Which was really, uh, I, I think if you're Scott, which should have been reassuring. Yeah, definitely. But then... It, they come back and do this. Scott had to be disappointed by Kenny Stills only putting up 620 after the hype with him, you know, being the Matt Moore connection on that team. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, he's still very startable with, with Matt Moore at his quarterback. Uh, I mean, Scott, he's got big play t- potential across the board, and as long as he can have four of his ten guys hit it big, I mean, this is what he can put up. And Scott... Uh, says Scott says Greg Olson is going to carry me to the championship. That's what Scott commented. So he's going to have to get uh, he's seeming healthy. confident. He's going to have to get healthy. Yeah, to the that point would, where he can play a full. That game. would help. Uh, looking at your team, Tommy, you also had some some big time performances, most notably from your wide receivers. 
2440 and 2960 from Jamison Crowder and Robbie Anderson, respectively. A huge game from Robbie Anderson with two touchdowns. Very proud of Robbie Anderson. 146 yards. Congrats about that. You've been you've been liking him. I haven't been buying in as much, but uh, clearly he showed up to party this week. You really, you know, you lost the matchup at the at the running back position. Kareem Hunt only with 310. Corey Clement only with 440, but obviously Kareem Hunt's the big disappointment there. And we've touched on it, but this is just Andy Reid ruining your fantasy season. <laughs> I, I, my struggles do largely uh, begin and end with Kareem Hunt. <laughs> begin uh, and end. <laughs> Uh, that and with, uh, that and, I mean, like, before he was injured, it's not like he was great, but, uh, I, it has been, it's been devastating for me to not have Devontae Freeman. Yeah. He was, like, one of my only other good players. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, I don't understand it, um, I, I feel like at some point Andy Reid's gotta get his head out of his ass, and then might never happen. The Chiefs are going to start doing well on offense again, but I guess maybe not. Um, Kareem Hunt hasn't <laughs> hasn't been startable. He he now does not have a touchdown since week three. He hasn't gotten over a thousand since week seven. Um, he's been a big reason why I can't put up uh, really any points. Rashard Matthews was out this week for you, so he had zero. Jordan Reed injured with zero on your bench. Devontae Freeman injured with zero on your bench. Devontae Parker with only 100 because Matt Moore doesn't like him. Yeah. I mean, just not great luck. Not great luck at all. I, yeah, I I don't feel like I've had good luck this year for a variety of reasons. As I've mentioned, I I have a player get injured almost every week this year um, during, during the middle of a game. Uh, you know, Vernon Davis puts up zero, which we don't really need to go into a lot, but it was a statistically speaking, a really good play. Yeah. <laughs> One of the better tight end plays of the week. Yeah. Definitely projected uh, as far as, for as, a as great far as potential. Game. Uh, he puts up nothing. Marquise Lee, a huge disappointment with only one. Yeah, I, I was caught between a rock. I made the better decision between him and Devontae Parker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is the silver lining, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but Devontae because Parker of, because of Matthew's injury, uh, I was screwed. I was going to play Matthews. I really like Matthews against Indianapolis. I think Mariota misses him a lot when he's out. They talk a lot about Corey Davis, but I think Matthews is still his number one guy. Yeah. Uh, as far as wide receivers go, Delaney Walker's probably his number one guy overall. But, yeah, it's just, it's been one of those seasons for me. This is easily, easily my worst season in my fantasy history, mm. which I guess is something to be proud of that I haven't really yeah, been I mean, worse than this. Yeah, I mean, you have a long this. fantasy history, so. I was looking back most years. I have two, only two weeks the whole year with less than 10,000 points. Wow. I got six this year. I got four in a row. This is easily the worst four-game stretch of my career. Yikes. Well, hey, I was, I've appreciated your tenacity. You know, you keep fighting. I was four and four in the playoffs, looking really good. That's now, that's now, that's now four weeks ago, and I have the worst team in the league. It fell apart. <laughs> it fell apart. Sure. One could say that. And it fell apart quickly. Well... We should move on to the next matchup. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we should. 
Um, RIP to my season. I'm officially out. No worries. All good. Um, All's fantasy that ends well. I came in third last year and first place the year before. So I'll let it. I'll get. I'll let someone else have a chance at You'll those let this it slide. year. Yeah. Great. Um, Scott's team had a lot of bad weeks, and he still puts up twelve thousand seven hundred. That is how explosive his team is. Yeah. That is how explosive his team is yeah. on any given week. Scott, I need to see – well, Scott, uh, a good week for Scott next week isn't necessary. Scott's automatically in. Uh, he Yahoo won't say it technically, but he's got over 10,000 points more than anyone else. So if he mm. loses, he finishes 6-7. and seven he would be ahead of all the other six and seven teams, right? Sure. And there's unless he were to sit all of his players, no one can catch him in points. Except for Louie. But Louis he's not fighting for a playoff spot with Louie. Yeah. Um so <laughs> Scott's in. Yeah. Scott's in for his, all intents. He's in for and he is dangerous. I mean the fact that he like you're saying, the fact that he can put up those numbers with the low weeks he had from a lot of his guys, it's yeah. it's scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Scott was having a, a terrible week going into the that month. Scott said, "Let's hear more about it." My team is awesome. Let's hear more about it. Prefaced by F, yeah. So, Scott, your team is awesome. Your team name, you've been saying it all year. Maybe it is your year, man. This, uh, this could be luck. the year, man. Best of luck, and we'll see what happens. Hey, I said on, I said before the first week of the year, I thought Scott was going to end a top four team. Let's make it happen, Captain. Let's make it happen, Captain. <laughs> Moving on to the last matchup of the week, we've got Drew against Anna. Jack. A true battle of the Titans. And Drew puts up 16,038 points. Anna loses valiantly with 14,246 points. I mean, Tommy, start us off here. What are your thoughts? 14-year drought is coming to an end. Uh, there's not much you can say. There's not much you can say to make it any easier for Anna. No. This is an absolute crushing loss. When it is paired with the fact that Justin and Brian were playing each other this week and the winner guaranteed themselves a playoff position. <laughs> and here she is putting up 14,246. Yeah. And I would say probability-wise only has like a 33% chance of making the playoffs or something like that. Mm. She needs, I, and I will get into that, I, I will get into that before we finish this podcast, but she's going to need a few things to happen for her to get in. Yeah, it's this hurts. This hurts. I mean, we're both we're both clearly emotional about it. It's been it's been tough to see her lose like this cuz she's such a great coach and, you know, but you got to give credit to Drew's team. You got to give credit to Drew's team. They really showed up this week. Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things. Yes. That's the same old 2168. Marvin Jones Jr. You doing cut, you cut that shockingly short. What? <laughs> the bit about Anna. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Sorry, I'll touch on it more when you're done talking about Drew's team. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Marvin Jones Jr. with 2590 doing Marvin Jones Jr. things. Talked about him earlier. He has been absolutely phenomenal. I uh, knew I knew he'd be great. More than anything, more than anything Drew could have hoped for outside of week 10 has been dynamite. Uh, the last of the other the last his other 5 weeks. So the 5 of the last 6 weeks he's been absolute dynamite uh, and yeah, you can't say you can't say enough about him. Devontae Adams has been so surprisingly great with Hundley as his quarterback. Yeah, he's Devontae been the guy. Adams against all odds has legitimately benefited. He's been the guy. Legitimately benefited from Aaron Rodgers going well, down, when, and he's when, the, he's literally the only passing option it's that can because say that. Brett Hundley has the complete lack of confidence to throw anywhere but in Devontae Adams' direction. So, yeah. He, yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know what the deal is with him and Jordy, but that that can't. that connection is not there. <laughs> Drew thinks Brett Favre is the quarterback of the Packers. <laughs> uh, I think he's very mistaken. Um, as far as I'm aware, it's Brett Hundley, but we, we, could, we could definitely look look into that because <laughs> I'm very wrong all the time, and I've never heard of the name Brett Favre. That's fair, uh, but this is the type of week now. Drew has had. Three weeks, at least three weeks. Let me go and double check. But uh, of over fifteen thousand points from his team, his team, not consistently, but can put up points. Yeah, that has been the case all year long. Yeah, definitely um, not consistently. But Drew with the win, Drew winning with as many points as he did, was enormous for him. Yeah, it was enormous. He has put himself. In such a good position to make the playoffs. Um, let me go to Drew's team. What's the audience whispering about? Yeah, this is Drew's third week of 16,000, 15,000 or more. Drew's team's not very good. <laughs> and I say I deserve the W. You do deserve the W. That is not under, that is not under debate, my sweet friend. Uh... Jamal Williams with twenty seven fifty. Okay, yeah. For the we Packers. talk about that for a second. That's the most unbelievable thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean twenty seven fifty from Jamal Williams against the Steelers was not something I thought was in the realm of possibility. No, and I don't think it's something Drew could have thought. No, two touchdowns and a total of a hundred and thirty yards. And a Drew says that uh, he begs to differ, respectfully. We'll see where he ends up this year. We'll see where you end up this year, Drew. Oh. <laughs> Flash forward to uh, after week 13, <laughs> Drew's team puts up 4,500 and misses out on the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, Drew Drew is another one of those. That we I've been saying it a lot, and it may seem like it's not true for all of them. It is true for all of them. Uh, Drew, with a win, guarantees himself a playoff spot. Yeah, you've been saying it for all of them, so. <laughs> Drew, with a win, guarantees himself a playoff spot. Yeah. He'll be 7-6. Seven 7-6 and six. Seven and six gets in. That's huge. Um, That's huge. Yeah, Drew's really fought to stay alive, so good for him. And the other good, good news for Drew is... Um, I need to pull up Stat Tracker real quick. He's, a, he's ahead of both Anna and Dad in points four. Um, which is really good. Andy's ahead of uh, Brian, uh, and so being above the three of them means even with a loss, if he score as long as he scores a decent amount of points, 
he would still get in. Mm. A, lo- a bad loss for Drew. <laughs> uh, a bad loss for Drew. Drew says, yeah, that sounds right to my 4,500 week. Yeah. A bad loss for Drew would be the, the one thing that can uh, keep him out of the playoffs. If he scores low and loses, uh, there's definitely potential there for him to, to miss out. Sterling Shepard and Juju Sh- Smith-Schuster <laughs> on his bench. Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Schuster-Smith-Schuster. Both with zero on his bench, um, you know, but might have been played, obviously, with injuries. If both those guys can get healthy, that would be huge for Drew's team. Kyle Rudolph on his bench with 2030. I uh, wonder what Drew will be doing with Kyle Rudolph. He's got Travis Kelsey on his team, who's a stud, but Travis only got 540 this week. So, you know, who knows? Frank Gore also with 1490 on Drew's bench. So he's looking like he's got some decent depth for his team. Uh, what do you think about Anna's team? Yeah, so... Anna's team is uh, very solid, and this week had a massive week. She gets 4,480 points from Julio Jones. He goes off for 253 yards on 12 receptions for two touchdowns. My goodness. Julio Jones has three games in his career of at least 250 receiving yards. Three games. No one else has more than one, ever, in the history of the NFL. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he... It was insane to watch. It was... It was a lot of fun to watch. That was really cool. It was vintage Julio. It was vintage Julio. And we were talking about, I mean, just watching him, his, his body, his speed, his size, his, the how high he can jump, how... It's just... He's such a fun wide receiver to watch. It's like LeBron James playing basketball, you know what I mean? Like, just... He looks like someone who was built to be an NFL wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to describe him. Uh, uh, and then, you know, has a lot of really solid uh, performances from a lot of her guys this week. Jackson reaches 1,000, Deshaun, that is. Todd Gurley, another 1,480. Pedestrian for him, great for anyone else. Cooper Cup puts up 1,560, great week for him. With really Robert Woods benefited on the from line. Robert Woods on the sideline. Definitely. Uh, Seattle, another great defensive week with 1,400. Drew Brees puts up 1434, only disappointing week from him. It's again, it's the effing running game that has been so good for the Saints. Yeah. That Drew Brees on a week to week basis has not been great. Sure. Uh, just yeah, because they've just needed, had so much success he running hasn't the ball. To throw. It like Drew Brees won the Saints. It used to win has has won a lot of games for the Saints by throwing for so many yards and so many touchdowns despite their defense being so bad. Yeah. Now their defense is good, and now they have an insane running game. Yeah. So he just doesn't have to throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has. It's not like. But it's he's not been like sitable. he's been, right. Or and it's not like he's been playing poorly. The like week. It's, well, and the week before he put up twenty two sixty. So like, of course Anna plays. You're him gonna this week. put him in. Yeah. You're gonna put him in because he's Drew Brees, and he is the quarterback of a is great the quarterback team. of a very good offense. Yeah. So it's silly to sit him. You just have to hope that. You know, someone figures out how to stop their run because Sean Payton's too smart to run to pass if they don't need to. You know what I mean? Now, with that being said, if you're Anna going into a must-win week next week, Drew Brees uh, against Carolina, what do you do? You stick with him? I mean, yeah, that, would, so that totally depends year? on the other options. I would have to look at the at the waiver wire. I Tom mean, Savage. No, I probably stick with them. I probably stick with them. You wouldn't. Yeah, he's he her guy. Go. No, he's he's her guy. Tom Savage, though. Not Tom Savage. Deshaun Kaiser. No. 
Blake Bortles. Okay, maybe Blake Bortles. Maybe Blake Bortles. No, no. No, I stick with Drew Brees. Matt Moore? Uh, Austin Eckler with only 850 on Anna's bench. That's sort of, or not on Anna's bench, on Anna's RB2 spot. But that's, you know, sort of what you had to be expecting. He's uh, he's still got the number two spot to Melvin Gordon there, so he's not going to be getting crazy weeks. Austin Eckler, since week seven, has proven he has a very decent floor yeah. with big game potential. Yeah, he's a great RB2 in terms of what you just described. Yeah. yeah he, that's he, exactly what you want in an RB2, a safe floor but some of those weeks where they can really explode. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jason Witten has an up week uh, after his down week. 790, not great, not even good, but for tight ends, dynamite. And for having Dak Prescott, <laughs> and for having Dak Prescott who put up 510. Uh, yeah, it's a great week for Jason Witten, uh, given all those facts. Uh, yeah, she, she put up. 14,240. Yeah, it's a shame with that week to, to lose. Need I remind you, Anna Lostler, earlier this year with 13,900. Yeah. So, you want to talk about a team that deserves to make the playoffs? It's hers. Yeah. More so than Justin's. More so than Justin's. More so than Justin's by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And she's, I mean, she's put up more points than, than Brian as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now you could argue Brian with, with how he's able to maintain a, a, a really decent to good roster, despite the injuries that you got to give him credit for that. But, uh, points wise, his team is, is not even close to top tier. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So Anna goes to five and seven. She's got a little less points. Um, Get back to stat tracker again. Actually, I'll go through this. I'll, I'll go through this. Yeah, let's. End. Uh, well, let's. Let's. That's. That, I think it's a good point to move on. Um, we went through all the matchups. Now let's just chat about the rest of the season scenarios before we close this thing out. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um. Very cool. You gotta wrap it up. I know. Yeah, we gotta wrap it up. We are wrapping it up. I know. She's pissed. She's pissed. You said to wrap it up. She's pissed. Okay, sorry about the break in action. We had a slight delay in our feed. Um, okay, so with one week left, last week of the season, week 13. Drew wanted you to keep it in your pants about Julio. I don't think we... Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I read that. I just didn't read it out loud. You I took it out it was, anyway. I thought it was a rude comment. Um, okay, so... 12 teams. 8 playoff spots. 1 team is out. Statistically, I am out. I cannot win. I cannot make the playoffs. I have 8 losses. That is 1 too many. Okay, so... That means eight positions for 11 teams. Greg, I'm sorry to say, I'm going to rule him out. Greg is out. That's two teams out. So, how many teams do we have in? Kyle, sitting in the one seed, is in. Louie, as the two seed, is in. Jack, as the three seed, is in. Justin, as the four seed, is in. Statistically, mathematically, in. No doubt about it. Can't get out of it. Done. That's four playoff positions cut. We only have four left. 
Scott sitting in fifth is not statistically, mathematically in with 100% certainty. However, he needs to lose and be outscored by um, Dan by 9,000 and or outscored by Anna by 18,000. Okay. So not likely. My point is not likely. Okay. So Scott's in. So Scott's, Scott's All right. We're going to give Scott that fifth playoff spot. <laughs> Long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you agree, but I, I think we're going to give Scott that fifth playoff spot. Okay. So that's five playoff spots gone. That sure. means we got three left. And for those of you counting at home or not counting at home, five teams fighting for that, those three spots. Three are going to make it. Two are going to be on the outside looking in. And here we are. Here's, as I mentioned earlier, Drew at 6-6, six and six, automatically in with a win. Dad at 6-6, six and six, automatically in with a win. Brian at 6-6, six and six, you guessed it, automatically, automatically in with, with a win. win. Brian, so all three spots can be filled by people who control their own destiny. And they, none of them play each other. Wow. None of them play each other. So, but here's the good news. Well, so starting off with the, the not uh, not the greatest of news, Brian is playing Greg, who has notoriously not had many great weeks. Yeah, but, but he's he been, has had he's two great weeks in a row. It's been hot. So if Greg's team can pick it up, like you mentioned earlier, I don't know if it was on here yeah, live. Spoiler. Greg can play spoiler. He can't make it to the playoffs. He's going to say, screw you, Brian. You're not getting in either. Yeah. Uh, so Brian would... He has a lot less points than both Anna and Dan. Yeah. So if Brian loses and either of them win, they jump in over him. Sure. Um, so that is Anna's best chance. Because if, it's like if, if she can win and Brian loses, she'll be in over him. Um, you sound a little biased in the scenario you're drawing out here. What if we don't want Anna to be in? I'm talking about the scenario where Anna makes the playoffs. <laughs> Sounds like you're giving this uh, biased perspective. I already gave the scenario in which Brian can make the playoffs. That's with a victory. Now I'm giving the scenario where Anna can make the playoffs. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like you sort of just skirted over Brian making it. Spend Anywho. a lot more time on this. So, Drew, okay, and Dan at 5-7 and seven needs a win. And one of the, no, just just one of them, one of those three teams to lose because he is outscoring all of them. Yeah. So, um, he's got Drew by five thousand, Dad by seven thousand, and Brian by sixteen thousand. Uh, Dan plays against Justin, which is why it was extremely good for Justin to win this week. Yeah. Because like, as we mentioned, no one wants to go up against Dan right now. So Justin can, you know, without worrying about it, lose that week. Yeah. You know, he shouldn't be worried too much about seeding. Um, but so he can lose. So Dan needs to beat, as we've mentioned, a not super high scoring team as of late. Mm-hmm. 
So the odds of him winning, not to jinx anything, but if you were a better, if you were a betting man, you would bet on Dan, just based on how things have been trending. Yeah. So he's he's got a good chance of winning. Well, good. Anna, with the way her team performed this week, obviously has a good chance of winning if she can keep it up. Helps her tiebreaker. She has to play Scott. She needs to beat Scott, first and foremost. She loses, she's out. That's it. Game over. Done. If she wins, she's got a chance. She needs to win, and she needs to score a lot of points. Which will probably be necessary to get a win against Scott anyway. Right. Uh, I don't foresee her scoring low and also winning. So, but she needs to win and score a lot of points. She has 138,000, which is... 2,300 behind Dad. So she needs to win and for Dad to lose and to outscore Dad by 2,300 to get into the playoffs over him. She needs to win and for Drew to lose and outscore Drew by almost 4,000 to knock him out. <laughs> so that is not super likely. Yeah, it's, It could happen. Drew's had that bad of a week and Anna's had that good of a week before. But that's not her best bet. So Drew is, barring a, like I said, barring a bad week, he's almost definitely in. If he can lose and put up 12,000, yeah. he's, he's basically got it. Sure. Um, so in a way, he controls his own destiny. Drew very much controls his own destiny. Um, uh, yeah, right. He, he is the definition of controlling his own destiny because it doesn't even matter if he what the person yeah. he plays fa- has. Sure. If Drew puts up 17,000, he's going to be in no matter what. Sure. Um, here's Drew the bet. I think she can easily score 9K. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my gosh. I forgot the earlier prediction. Yeah, so Anna's almost definitely going to get in over Drew based on that. Yeah. The bad news for Drew is... Well, I guess it's it's not bad news because, like as we mentioned, it doesn't matter really who he's facing. But the good news for Drew is that he doesn't need a win necessarily. He's playing Louis next week. Yeah. Which, if Louis continues to score how he has, I don't like Drew's chances. Sure. Necessarily. To be to be frank. To be frank. <laughs> um, so that matchup doesn't matter as much as it could have. Like if Drew hadn't scored as much this week, a lot more would be in play. Uh, but again, 2000 point edge over dad and, uh, for almost, almost 4,000 point edge over Anna. So as long as he, as long as he scores decently, he should be fine. Dad is playing someone, someone, someone. I'm trying to do this off memory. I should just look. Um, that's right, Kyle. So Dad, depending on what kind of week Kyle has, who has been very shaky, uh, Dad could easily win. Uh, I, I think. I haven't looked at the matchups, uh, but on any given week, Dad can beat Kyle's team. Yeah. So, uh, and again, with a win, he's in. Uh, but honestly, for Anna, she wants. She should be. She should root for. Both, if both Dad and Brian can lose and Anna can win and outscore Dad, 
by a little over 2,000, she would make it in over both of them. Great. And then even if Dan wins, so Dan and Anna sitting at both five and seven, they can both, with wins, they can jump Dad and Brian. And Dad and Brian can both fall out. Well, and hey. Anna and Dan would both get in. There's going to be a lot of leapfrogging, whether it's to make it into the playoffs or to raise your seed or a lot of things could change in this last week. So Yeah, as we mentioned, Kyle can go from one check to three. Check your lineups, check waivers, do it all. Make sure you're putting yourself in the best position to get a W in this final week of the regular season. Very exciting times. Very exciting times. Um, yeah. I, one of Dan and Anna better make the playoffs. Yeah. If both of them don't get in, I may like lock the league. Sure. After week three. Do a commissioner lock. Yeah. That's fair. I think. I might just, the other league members would understand. I might just lock everyone's teams. Yeah. All right. That'd be fair. Thank you. That'd be fair. I, I would support you. you. That. I'd be support you in the initiative. Thanks for watching on Facebook Live to Drew and Scott, if you're still around, uh, or Dan and Brian, and anyone, if you were in at any point, or if you're viewing this after the live stream, we really appreciate it. We just wanted to take the opportunity, since we were in person again together tonight, luckily enough, to record it live. Uh, we'll be posting it as a podcast as well, so you can listen on your commutes as usual. To anyone listening outside of the league, we love having your viewership. You can email us at jr at letstalkpod.com and tj at letstalkpod.com and find us at letstalkpod.com. That is L-E-T-T-S, talkpod, P-O-D, dot com. Tommy, it's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed. Best of luck. Uh, really enjoyed doing these lot li- li- two live shows. With yes, you absolutely. Best of luck in this last week. I know you'll, you're probably just playing the spoiler role, but uh, best of luck to your team. You played a great season, and we'll keep uh, we'll keep watching and chatting as this fantasy season, regular season, comes to a close, and we look towards the playoffs. I'm gonna make sure that you don't get a top two seed by beating you this week. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do you dirty, dude. That means a lot. <laughs> that means a lot. Ditto to what Jack said. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, these last two episodes have been a lot of fun. I really enjoy having people listening live. Wish we could do this more often, uh, but Jack's out in Cali, so uh, not an option. Whose fault is that? Nah, yeah, who's an op- whose fault is that? So uh, good luck to everyone. And I just, I really hope that, you know, this week there's... I don't know what I I really don't know what I hope for. I just want I don't want anyone to like devastatingly lose and get knocked out of the playoffs because It's fantasy of football. Your whole season comes down to this week. There's going to be drama for five teams. Some hearts are going to be broken this week. Stay strong out there. We support you. And you know next week will be you'll will be your colder your colder to shrine. <laughs> uh we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been there needing a colder to shrine and Unless you're Louie. Unless you're Louie, who never loses. But, um, all right. Signing off? Signing off. Don't stay away. Come back next time, and let's talk fantasy football. Let's talk fa- Let's talk fantasy football. So no one told you you were gonna... Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-